Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan, Jesse, Go, we get some travel tips from our friend Scott Simpson and Jordan auditions for a real Broadway show. Let's go. It's a beautiful day in Los Angeles. A beautiful day for Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, that's a very coy pose you've struck there, Jordan. Mm, yeah, well, I'm working on my book. Now that we have these microphone arms, you've been doing a variety of coy poses. Which is that? It's like glamour stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, I have been looking I'm at I'm building you. my book. I do have Vaseline on my eyeglasses, mm-hmm. so that may be contributing to, and a, and a mild, slight orange tint. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's by self-tanner. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Let's invite our guest onto the program. You know him, of course, as one of the co-hosts of You Look Nice Today, the smash hit comedy podcast. You know him as one of the handsomest men in podcasting. Uh, Mr. Scott Simpson, how are Hi. you, sir? Hi, good. I'm so excited to be here. This is this is really a thrill for me. It's, Do you feel like you're handsome relative to other podcasters? I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm a handsome guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I the the one problem that I have with with my with my particular handsomeness is mm-hmm. I find it to be uh, a little on the generic side. Right. So people will tell me I look like you know other gawky. White guys, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I feel like I bring a little extra flavor. No, you don't. I mean, <laughs> you look like a guy who plays a handsome guy that wears glasses in a commercial for something that is a cool mass market brand, like a Target. Right, right, right. I see that. I see that. You know, like but you are the you are the coolest guy in the Target commercial. Good, the good. coolest non-ethnic guy. Yeah, that's I mean right. they they might have an ethnic guy like a black guy with dreadlocks and my friend, you know, a solid my best color friend. T-shirt and plaid maybe shorts. a maybe an maybe an Asian girl with like a colored streak in her hair. Yeah, exactly. you're not cooler than them, Scott. No, that's that's basically my bridge club. So right. it's, it's it really <laughs> it really um, reflects the reality of my social circle. Hey, let's bring bridge back. Or pinnacle, I like how you say it. Like like social card games, bridge. I like. I, I said. Uh, I meant uh, pin pinnacle. You said. Oh, pin pinnacle, bridge. That that makes it sound like it's something salacious. Uh huh. Like our bridge club. I always assumed that bridge clubs were something salacious. I I would I I would imagine that that was the excuse in the 70s when you were having a key party. Right. Mom and dad are going to go play bridge. Do you think that's what happened? In the 50s and 60s, people would play bridge together mm-hmm. because they didn't yet have televisions in their homes. Sure. And then, and to the extent that they did have televisions in their homes, they only had three terrible choices. Like, to them, to them, uh, Gilligan's Island seemed like a good television yeah. show. It's either play bridge or watch something shitty on the Dumont network. (laughs) (laughs) And then in the 70s, in the 70s, the reputation of bridge get togethers Mm -hmm. got poisoned by key clubs. So you never knew whether you were going to show up with your dick out and it was just going to be a hand of cards Mm -hmm. 
or you were going to show up to play cards and yeah. someone was going to... You show up, yeah, you sure, you show up with a nice uh, jello salad. Sure. And everybody's fucking. Although that doesn't... Although that, I guess the jello salad, salad salad isn't useless at that. You need no. to take a little break. Right. Yeah. Hey, and I'll tell you, there's nothing wrong with a jello salad. No, I, sure. Just a week ago, mm-hmm. uh, before we recorded our show... I went to a birthday party of our friend Stefan Lawrence, mm-hmm. past guest on this program, uh, Stefan Lawrence from Elephant Larry. And he had a birthday party here in Pasadena, recently moved to Southern California. And they had a uh, – the food was all cooked out of an early 1960s sorority cookbook. Wow. <laughs> um, that is a very specific theme party. Yeah. And uh, it was awesome. I was way into it. I ate so many deviled eggs. I can't even begin to tell you. If you put deviled eggs in front of me, I will continue to eat them indefinitely. But there was also... um, I like how all of the food out of that cookbook is very specifically not kosher. Yes. Like every recipe is designed to not be edible by observant Jews. To exclude the Jews. Yeah. There was also something called a... It's just a... It's just a... Cubes of beef, like a cube steak (laughs) floating in milk. Floating in milk cereal. (laughs) Beef cereal. Yeah. I ate something called uh, a Coca-Cola cake. Mm -hmm. Um, I only had a little bite of that because it was chocolate-based. But it was... Quite good. I don't know what role the Coca-Cola played in it besides novelty. Hmm. But I will say that I really enjoyed the 7-Up salad that I ate. Okay. Uh, 7-Up salad involves like lime jello, bananas, I'm going to say marshmallows. There was marshmallows in there. Almost certainly. Yeah, I think marshmallows were were pretty (laughs) widely used back then for even, like, savory dishes. You would just throw some marshmallows in there. (laughs) Yeah, and... Veal bones. Yeah. I was sitting there enjoying this 7-Up salad, but I almost threw up when they told me what they left off of the the 7-Up salad. So, it's like lime jello, you know, it's it's sort of like a fruit salad. It's like a jello salad, you know? And... They told me that they got to a certain point in the recipe and then had to stop because it was supposed to have cream cheese frosting on top and then shredded cheddar cheese on top of that. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh. Something my my oh. mom kind of carried over from that world of food is she would melt just a, like a slice, like a craft single on a piece of pie. Oh, that sounds what? pretty Which good. Is super strange. Yeah, I, that but is you know, crazy. cheese and pie is a is a is a fairly uh, respected tradition. Yeah, among my people. yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Cheese. Uh, a little cheddar cheese. A sharp cheddar with your with your apple pie and maybe some ice cream uh, is a classic combination. No, it isn't. <laughs> I wouldn't see. I would think that let's, adding that the pie back in time. stands in for the ice cream, like it's one dairy on top of the pie. I wouldn't think you would add both. You know that does make sense. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's I've one of the other cheese with a slice of apple. So I guess it's not that crazy. Yeah, it's. I, no. I feel like we should. We That's should. a nice airplane snack pack you've just described. A little some little cheese cubes, some My apple slices. My grandparents insulted and everything. There's nothing that they didn't put salt on top of. <laughs> ice cream, salad. Just throw some salt on it. And also butter. They'd put butter on anything. Do you remember uh, no salt in the 80s when when salt became sort of a popularly – or sodium levels were were sort of popularly understood to be unhealthy? Yeah, it's called no salt. I don't know what it was made of or what it was – You know, I guess obviously taking the place of salt in your diet. uh, And it looked like salt, but it wasn't salt. I I don't know what it was. 
that's all. I don't remember this. I, w- I would I would imagine just as, you know, my mom is so devoted to southern cooking, I would mm. imagine that any kind of salt substitute she It was would probably, all shipments were probably stopped at the Mason-Dixon line. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm, this is a little vulgar, so I apologize in advance. It's I don't want to get our microphones cut. <laughs> my guess is jizz flakes. <laughs> mm. I mean, it's just a guess. Yeah, yeah. It's just a guess. A dried patina of right, jizz. Right. Scraped off right. And, f- Ex- and. Exactly. You yeah. scrape it with like a nutmeg rasp. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yo, yeah, I've, I've read That's that sorority cookbook. But you would have to, to get the jizz to flake, I would imagine you have to maybe bake it in the sun. <laughs> You know, right. sun-baked jizz. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you can see some of the, the old uh, you know, jizz fields when you're flying into San Jose. You know who uh, actually yeah. invented that as a young chef? Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, sun-baked jizz. So that he's famous, yeah, he had, he had pizza with barbecue chicken uh-huh. and jizz flakes. Sure. <laughs> For umami. Right. I, I feel like the just taste. just given our... Given our um, Given our, our the incident in San Diego where we yeah. were, where we were uh, uh, remind me about this. I don't where we were an punished in San Diego. We I punished. remember going to San Diego. Yeah, you I were there. I remember having a great time playing beach volleyball. Super great. Um, the cigarette boat with the ladies and oh, the... that was tremendous. I remember getting a dip in dots on the pier. <laughs> Pretty great. Fucking a sailor. Sure. <laughs> I just dreamed him. Yep, yep. I Okay. I saw it the other way, but that's fine. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no. I just... met and hugged a pelican. <laughs> you win. You win San Diego. Yeah, okay, I, I had a nice time. Given our incident in San Diego, when we got our microphones cut for being vulgar. I feel like we should make up for it by being extra gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's basically where I'm at in my yeah. life right now. Yeah. Just yeah. wanted to, yeah. And then, yeah, then we can have people put, put this episode on flash drives and mail it to Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of campaign to save a canceled show or something like that. Yeah, like everyone at Warner Brothers is like, why do we keep getting mailed 7-Up salads? (laughs) It's not salty. What is that flavor? (laughs) Yeah, what is that? It's like a a round, (laughs) meaty fullness. Are we canceling Supernatural? I don't... Something... What is this to support? Has anyone here seen Supernatural? Can you tell me if we're canceling it? (laughs) Is there an episode that revolves around Jello salad? <laughs> anyway, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Scott, wake up. Hi, guys. <laughs> Scott was in a deep reverie. I was listening. I, again, just, just as a, a quick aside, you know, I've been a huge fan of, of this show forever. Oh. And it was easily one of the first podcasts I listened to. And uh, and certainly, certainly the first podcast I listened to that wasn't, you know, an NPR thing or something like that. You and I actually met through podcasting. That's right. We I did. remember we had lunch in uh, – isn't this a nice story, Jordan? This is a nice story. Back, I guess we should explain. Back in the day before podcasts were popular.
popular. We've been at this for a while. Yeah. You would send messages to a friend right. in your podcast. The listenership right. was that low that you could you know, talk directly to a person. Exactly. And you and Scott were both exchanging podcast pen pal messages. Exactly. I mean, essentially, for many years, we did Jordan Jesse Go completely supported by Scott. Mm-hmm. Scott's a very rich man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a billionaire industrialist. I don't mm-hmm. hope I'm not speaking out of school by saying that. That's 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 fine. That's fine. And it's, so, it's on. It's a matter of public record by this point. Scott has. I mean, I've I've taken lovely walking tours of Simpson Manor. Yeah. Yep. Your historic home. Sure. Sure. Which tour did you take? The garden tour. Oh, I took the Christmas tour. Th- I hear that's nice. You, it you was guys... amazing. It, uh, you've never had a Yuletide. I hear though it's the same tour, only they put Santa hats on the topiaries. Well, but it really has a. Powerful no, I bet effect. that. Sure. It is moving. Uh huh. You should do. Uh, come over. We just started midnight lights out tour. Oh. Um, it's entirely dark. You, mm. you actually are not allowed to have a source of light with you. You surrender your cell phone at the door. It's entirely pitch black inside. Uh, and then basically you you have to find your way out of, of my mansion. So is this like a science thing or like a London Blitz thing? <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I think it's just designed to to, to make you feel disoriented and helpless. Now, right. I mean, if I remember the manner correctly, there's a lot of I don't want to call them traps, but hazards. So it seems like this lights out thing. I mean, there's the pits, of course. Sure, the, sure. The, the whirling blades. Right. All, all of it really inspired by uh, Da Vinci's notebooks. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, I didn't get that. I mean, it just seemed like a, like a, like a nightmare kind of abattoir. But Jordan, do you Sip remember? Do you Excuse remember, me, avatar. Do you remember <laughs> the man with four arms and four legs that was bicycling that <laughs> helicopter type thing that chopped your arm off? I do remember that. That's Jojo. He's delightful. Yeah. Inspired by Da Vinci's notebook. Oh, how about that? <laughs> yeah. And, and remember how when you went in, everything seemed like it was in a mirror? <laughs> I do. I was. I, I guess I'm just, I guess I'm just not an art lover. I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm a fan. Yeah. Anyway, well, we really appreciate it, Scott. It's very, very good of you. Um, guys, I is something something I've done today. I am fresh off one of the worst auditions I've ever been on. Wow. Uh, would you like to hear about it? <laughs> yes. Uh, so this audition, uh, I, I, this is something I do you know, pretty regularly. I was telling Scott, maybe you know, once a week, twice a week in a, in a, in a busy season. You know, a lot of commercials and sitcoms and stuff. But this was for... Uh, the Book of Mormon, the Broadway musical. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Um, coming to L.A. Yeah. Very so soon. This would be – you would be a member of the touring company or something like uh, that? Or? I don't know. I didn't okay. get that into it. Uh, kind of how, how – Los Angeles production, I think it is. At yeah. At the Pantages Theater. Oh, okay. Um, so kind of they had – I knew this was going on. A couple of weeks ago, my manager called me and said, would you want to audition for the Book of Mormon? They asked for you specifically. Uh, and I said, well, I don't I don't sing and I definitely don't sing like I'm terrified of karaoke, which has been like a problem for me. Like I had to be like rude on a date recently who, <laughs> who wanted to go to karaoke. I'm like, I don't I can't do it. Like you had to divorce your Japanese businessman wife. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, and he immediately committed suicide in front of me. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely like um you know, definitely don't like singing. Don't like the sound of my voice. Every time I've had to do it has been a, a nightmare. Um, so, yeah, so I, I kind of said this to my man, like, I don't sing. And they're like, well, the guy you would be replacing, uh, you know, was a non-singer who they oh. found somehow. 
And so they're just kind of looking for, you know, comedy people, funny people, and, you know, you'll worry about that later. It was Slash from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> it was, yeah. He tries to get a different singers to front his band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I don't remember that from the from the cast recording. Yeah. It's mostly Chris Cornell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he actually plays a lot of the... He's kind of the comic relief in that. <laughs> um, so I, I, I was interested but just said no thanks. The, the whole... Wait, can I just say this? Yeah. Sometimes it's also a Filipino guy that sounds exactly like the lead singer of Journey. Uh, <laughs> who's just singing everything phonetically. Yeah. He does not speak English. Nope. <laughs> um, I don't know if that guy actually does speak English or not. I bet he does. Um, so I, uh, I said no thanks. And they, uh, then just a couple days ago, they, they called again. And my manager called and said they asked. They, they're still looking for the person. And they would like you to come in. And were kind of insistent upon it. And I still said... You know, no thanks. I don't, you know, I don't sing. I mean, it would just be awful. I mean, I, you know, I think that there's non-singer and then there's me. Right. Wow. Wow. I think I am below non-singer. Like, I don't even, you know, I don't like doing it in the car. I don't like doing it in the shower. Can I ask a question? You may. That's very interesting to me because I love singing. Yeah. It's it's really important to me. Although recently my voice, in the last five, six years. Well, I used to, Mm -hmm. um, especially when I lived in Japan. I used to love to do karaoke. Um, But when I was... you sing? Smap? I would sing Smap. I'd sing uh, Uru Furuzu. Mm -hmm. I'd sing... uh, (laughs) Spitze. Uh, <laughs> more, 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 more. Listen to a bunch of Japanese songs. Um, I guess what we're asking is, did you ever do any K-pop? High five of teenagers, for example. <laughs> you know, uh, K hadn't made it across the bay gotcha. uh, yet, so it was still just J. Um, hmm. So I, I, you know, I, I had some... Uh, I had some good songs. They call them number 18s. Is your is your is your specialty song when you go oh. to karaoke? Your juhachiban. Um, Wait, so so describe that. I guess I don't understand when they when something is a number 18. It's your song. That's right. That's okay. right. And that that itself, I might I might you know be using. Um, uh, slang from 15 years ago that's that's not at all used anymore. Like like a guy who's like, yeah, you say something's really groovy if it's cool. <laughs> right. Uh, because he lived in uh, Pasadena in 1978. <laughs> um, but uh, about five or six years, um, I guess more like eight or nine years ago now. Oh, just go one more question sure, about karaoke sure. in Japan. Did you did you honestly sing Japanese songs or did you sing I English did, songs? I did, I did, wow. I did. Um, oh, I sang uh, Urufuruzu is a band. Okay. Uh, they have a song called Kawaii Hito okay. uh, that I was pretty good at. Um, Yume Janai by mm-hmm. Spitsu uh, was another was another uh, number 18. Uh, so yeah, I used to love to sing. But uh, about eight years ago, I, I call it puberty too. Mm-hmm. I, my voice just took another notch down and I stopped being able to sing. It's very sad for oh, me. Oh, interesting. So I have the same thing. Like I can't, I, I hate going to karaoke. I love to sing, but I can't sing like I used to be able to. So you and I, next, we should actually just be boyfriends is what I'm saying. Yeah. It won't come up. <laughs> that was an odd way. That was a very roundabout way to suggest <laughs> gay sex. I don't I'm go. almost inclined to try it. Well. I don't generally go on auditions. I'm, I'm yeah. no work as an actor mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, one of the only auditions I went to, our friend Charlie Todd from Improv Everywhere invited me to audition for their uh, network pilot when they mm-hmm. had a network pilot. And I went and you ha- it, the bit that it was, was you had to – it was the uh, mall food court musical. Oh, yeah. I remember Sometimes you and that. You were great. Me, yeah. But my verse did get cut from the video. Mm. <laughs> my big solo, my two <laughs> solo lines got cut from the video. But – 
Um, yeah, I remember going in, and I'm not terrified of singing. I mean, I had to be in musicals in high school and stuff. But um, I remember just being – I'm not also a good singer. And I remember just being fucking horrified because some mm. people have – some people, it's part of their thing mm-hmm. that they have songs that they sing, that they audition with, that they give an accompanist, right. the music sheet. Mm-hmm. And then they – and literally the only song I could remember from high school was this really, like, brutal song from uh, Bertolt Brecht's Mother, Mother Courage and Her Children. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go more of a, a, a Tony, Tony, Tony route. No, I, it's our anniversary or it never rains in Southern California or <laughs> right, something. No, right. this song seriously goes... Stop all the troops, it's Mother Courage. <laughs> hey, captains, let them. Come. Wait, it gets worse. Come and buy, for they can get from Mother Courage. Boots they will march in till they die. Oh, so that's fun. <laughs> For like gets, a fun improv prank show. That's it, a nice... It only gets darker from there. So I went in and sang that and that's how I ended up with a one-line part. Pretty good, pretty <laughs> but good. it but wasn't even, isn't even kind of a thing with those improv everywheres like that you can be an amateur singer, right? Yeah. Like that's even maybe appealing. Yeah, but I think the people that were the main people in it had at least some talent. Because yeah. they had a real song and everything. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, well, anyway, so... Mm. so you know, I I don't want to do this. And this is something that I run into a lot on auditions. And I, I, I don't think it's necessarily because of ignorance, but it, it kind of comes off that way sometimes. Mm. I think a lot of people just assume that every comedy person can do every comedy thing. Right, right. Like right. a lot of times, you know, people will be like, well, great, do some impressions. Right, Or, right. you know, Juggle. great, so do like a rap. Like do a funny rap or something. <laughs> or like that every comedy person can do a prank call, you know. And uh, so, yeah, so, you know, and I think it's just partially because of that there's no more, you know, you can't dive into the body of work of every person you're seeing right. that day. But I do run into it a lot where it's like – there's no way that I'm like you might as well ask me to, you know, dance on point or do some wow. freestyle motocross tricks. Wow. You know, like it's that it's And to be fair to you, yeah. you had politely declined this this invitation twice. Yes. Right. But you know, but but you know, my my manager was kind of like, Hey, they they're specifically asking. You know, they seem pretty insistent. They must you know, there must be some reason they're doing this. I think you should go and give it a shot. And, you know, you should keep, be on good terms with your management and, you know, mm-hmm. let them know that you're game. So I, I I, decided to do it. And it was it was Saturday morning. So I'm like, eh, it's not like I'm leaving work or anything. So I decided to do it. So it was just singing a song from the show. Um, and then this kind of little you know, a little chunk of dialogue, this little dialogue scene, which was great. I mean, I've done that before, so that was, you know, easy and comfortable. So I'm sorry, I don't understand. The yes. part has no singing, but you had to sing a song? Uh, the part has a lot of singing. Oh, okay, I missed that. But yes. the person that had done this part in <laughs> uh, was the not Broadway a production was not gotcha, a, like, gotcha. Broadway type. Gotcha, okay. Now I understand. Um. So anyway, so I go in there, and it's... You know, so I, like, downloaded the song and, you know, listened to it in the car a lot and, you know, memorized the lines. And I go in. It's really bold, Joe. I mean, it's really I'm, – I'm impressed that you're able to, to, eh, to do that. Well I think, done. I'm, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, let's, let's finish really the story. Ex- I'm really excited that you're going to sing the song for us today. Mm-hmm. Oh, I will not. I brought my guitar. <laughs> no. Um, so, I, uh, so I go in there and in the waiting room is just, like, 
like a comical version of a musical theater mm-hmm. waiting room. Mm-hmm. Like it's what I imagine. I've only seen one of the Glee, mm-hmm. but I imagine this is like this is just some extras from Glee. Like it was. It's like people wearing uh, w- like leg warmers yes. and doing stretches. <laughs> yes. Uh, to be fair, I think this same facility also had a Zumba class going on. So I didn't know who was there for Zumba and who was there for the audition. But well, it was did you just like anyone with Latin flavor. There, yes, there were. Yes, there were a lot of uh, voluptuous behinds. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but people going like, ma, me, me, me. Yes. So it was people warming up, uh, most of which were like fucking cut gay dudes, uh-huh. like cut gay dudes sure. in dance clothes. And then like, you know, sinewy, sinewy women. And they were all like talking about the various kinds of dance shoes you could right. buy. Like there right. was a big group conversation on, well, I go to this place and right. here's where you get the most support, like right. talking about dance stuff. And then I'm just kind of, I just kind of derp my way in wearing <laughs> what you see me in. Well, and you're, you're, you're currently wearing um, uh, a hazmat suit and clown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But you have written derp on the front. I have written mark derp, period. <laughs> And then it has a little butt flap that drops out in case I need to poop. Um, And that back will just sometimes fall out. The button is not good on that. But I mean the thing is is that you have had to go to auditions where they have expected you to be able to do a quick butt flap joke. Sure. You know, they'll do the BF gag. Well, you know, and and, you know, in a lot of these – you know they want they they call in improvisers and sketch comedians because they want someone who can think on their feet. And just a fun thing to throw into a scene, Mm -hmm. whether it's – written or not it's just to you know do a quick quick butt flat gag plus the bigger the feet the bigger the thoughts am i right sure <laughs> yes um so you know and i and i lean over to one of the guys one of the friendlier looking guys i, I picture him um uh perusing playbill magazine right yes right and I say, hey, how much – I've never done one of these before. How much of the song do you have to sing? Because that was kind of part of what was right. – what I was stressing out about. He's like, oh, didn't you get the cut they sent? Oh, my God. And I said, no, I did not get that. And I think it was in the materials, but I just didn't know what anything was, so didn't look at it. And then I was like, no, I didn't. He's like, oh, <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> <laughs> like, you asshole. Like, really, really let me know with a scoff that what wow. I had done was not protocol. The fact that I had not learned the specific cut that they gave me. So I said no. And then to, to, I'm making this guy sound like a jerk. Afterwards, he went into his folder and took out the sheet music. And he's like, here, you're going to start here and you're going to go here. So, you know, that nice. was nice. nice. Uh, so then, yeah, so then I just wait my turn and I go in. Um, and it, it had dawned while I was looking at that guy's sheet music, I'm like, I, I don't have this memorized. I don't have this memorized. And I, so I say, hi, this is my, she's like, I I say, I've never auditioned for a Broadway play before, so I don't know some of this stuff. Uh, is it okay if I, if I look at the music? And she says, sure. And hands me the sheet music. And so she says, which would you like to do first? And this is either the dialogue scene or the music or Mm -hmm. the singing. Mm -hmm. And I say, uh, I'll do the words first. (laughs) (laughs) Word word for me first, please. And, but I re- and then I realized, oh, both of these contain words. <laughs> and then I found the word I was looking for, which is the dialogue. Mm-hmm. You do the scene, and it went fine. Mm-hmm. And then I – and then so I'm like, okay, well, now I'll do the song. And the accompanist just starts playing, and I have to stop him. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just don't know where to start. Would you give me a nod when it's time to start singing? And, the, and you know, they all kind of look at each other and like, oh, fucking – 
New Meat Wants mm-hmm. a Nod. Um, <laughs> new Meat Wants a Nod. Uh, <laughs> those Capizios look like vans. Yeah. Um, and and so, you know, he starts playing and I just am basically read singing this song off a piece of paper and I glance up and they're all – and I, I, the look they were giving me was, you know, like when when there's a dinner party of adults – and the little kid comes in to like show the adults the recorder song that they've learned. Like, uh-huh. like Beth's been practicing hot cross buns <laughs> on the record. Would you let her? And they just kind of politely nodded through it. And then at the end, I gave it back. And the audition lady, she's like, well, now you can say you've auditioned for a Broadway play. Oh, jeez. I would have preferred, fuck you for wasting our time. Wow. Fuck you for wasting our time. Oh, my goodness. And I think that everybody in this had the best intentions. I think everyone was trying to be nice. Right, right, right. But it was so embarrassing. Oh, and I've, my I've been God. racking my – like, why did I – why was I there? Like, why – I mean, it's – I think – I, and the kind of thing I'm most embarrassed about is I think it's because I just look kind of like the guy they're trying to replace. Right, right. Who is not a tra- – who is like a, he's a he's a over he's like an obese guy. He's like an <laughs> obese guy with curly hair. Uh, who I kind of who I kind of look like. So I think that's the only reason they insisted. Like and just assumed that eh, I'm sure this guy does some funny singing in his little sketch show. You know, right, right, right. So yeah, it was it was uh, it was rough. I'd, <laughs> I'm feeling bad. Uh, and it was definitely one of those situations where the um, when people tell you you look like a celebrity, right, right, but it's not a celebrity who's famous for being good looking, <laughs> right. And I so I say never do that to anyone unless <laughs> right, right. the person is famously handsome so yeah, yeah so yeah. i definitely went out of that feeling bad about my because singing here's the thing jordan yeah auditioning for anything is the pits sure i quit mm. acting completely mm-hmm. specifically because i didn't want to audition for anything ever again yeah i was so horrified of auditioning you know i was like I'll start a sketch comedy group where I know that I get to be in things. <laughs> I will not audition for shit. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing I the, the only audi- actual auditions I had have, have gone to in my adult life were one for a play that you Jordan wrote in college mm-hmm. <laughs> where you told me what part I would get <laughs> if I came to the audition and one for this thing that Charlie Todd invited yeah. me to and the Charlie Todd thing it's like people that are friends of my friend. He's already told me I get to be in it. <laughs> and they're just trying to find out what my range is or whatever. That's horrifying to me. That is the So worst. the idea of someone saying that is make seriously makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. But I'm so I'm wondering now, like, is the is the takeaway from this maybe it's time to conquer my fear of singing? Huh. Like maybe oh. should I because I definitely had a had an instance where where someone wanted to car- go to karaoke and it right. terrified me. The thought of going was really scary. Um, so yeah, I'm wondering if this is like you know do I do I shrink from singing because of this bad experience or is this is this a hump I need to get over? There's probably a group you know people who are afraid of flying have a, a, a class that they can go to. There's probably a group for folks who are afraid of singing. I would only imagine. Are you suggesting that he go to the meetup? <laughs> is that your nerd solution to this problem? Just come on along. Come along. You'll yeah. like it. There's jello salad. It's great. Oh, sounds nice. <laughs> I um I just when you're saying that I just remembered that uh 
back when I was in college, I worked at a coffee shop, and uh, this woman who was writing a play and casting this play, it was based on a, a Jeanette Winterson novel. I forget what, the, what it was called. Um, she said that, she said, I really think you should be the lead in this play. I think you'd be perfect for it. And I said, that's cool. What, what's the, you know, why? She's like, I think you're, you know, you, you speak well. Um, and also the role is somebody you can't tell. The role is diction teacher. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the play was The King's Speech. Right. Uh, the, Jeffrey Rush got the part, right? right? He did. He did. And he deserved it. All, all kudos. But I bet you would, you and Jeffrey Rush probably are the, you know, you see each other at auditions all the time. You're like, oh. The nod. You're yeah. the same type. In fact, I was just at an audition where I saw both of you guys. It was, if I remember correctly, it was for Morona, the Target store clothing brand. That's mm. right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the, the the part, though, that she wanted You were for, a stickler for enunciation. <laughs> That's the role you were there for. Was ambiguous gender person. <laughs> Couldn't tell wow. if it was a man or a woman. She said, I thought wow. you were perfect for this. <laughs> wow. And I died. That sounds like a funny commercial. <laughs> I cannot wait to see this. Target. <laughs> Target's really trying to prove it's cooler than Walmart. <laughs> you got a whole Bowie thing going on. <laughs> Do they need to do that at this point? I mean, I think anything's cooler than Walmart, basically. Right. Well, I mean, I think that's the premise of Target. Yeah. Anything's cooler than Walmart. <laughs> right? Right. And Kmart's out of business. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, closed down Kmart's are where basically the only reason that space still exists is where like a 16-year-old or a 15-year-old can go to learn to drive. <laughs> like they can go drive around the parking lot a couple of times to get the feel for it. I think you can camp in a Walmart parking lot if I'm not mistaken. That's I think true. That's, that's one of their Oh, I didn't know that. Like how, you know... Are they it, weird? Does it, are they like run truckers? by like survivalists? You know, I think it's just one of those things that... Um, weird. They, uh, you know, in a, in a manner that we would not expect, they really think of themselves as a community. Mm. Uh, and so I think that, you know, if you want to bring your RV in and uh, hook up in, in, in lot G, you're welcome to. Yeah, it's sort of like, I think it's the sort of, you know, small town, middle American equivalent of offering free massages. Hmm. <laughs> it's like free massages for people that don't want to be touched. Who offers free massages? You know, like a dot-com business or something, <laughs> you know? Oh, right. Okay. I understand this now. Yeah. Um, Airport lounge or something? Sure. I don't know. Um, so I was wondering, maybe do you guys have a suggestion for mm. like maybe a nice, easy song, a nice, mm. easy, short song that I can practice if I want to? I think you should sing. I think you should sing Chantilly Lace by the Big Bopper. That's a, actually a legitimately good suggestion. Because mm-hmm. you start off by going, hello, baby. Oh, and I can kind of sell that and get everybody yeah, on once my you side. Sell that, right. And it also, it's so ridiculous that you have to keep going. Because yeah. you've already done the most embarrassing part. Yeah, yeah. That's true. No, it's that's good. It kind of gets range. it out of the way. Good. It's yeah. a deep and range. I am, a, so... I am known for my <laughs> for my rich molasses baritone. Um, <laughs> what about uh, anything, I think, by the Bare Naked Ladies is basically one note. <laughs> you know, just... just... <laughs> yeah, Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. And that's something that you really want to be seen singing. Yeah, that might be my problem and i think that might just be a little too embarrassing it might be a little on okay. the nose okay i got one how i about... think it might be something that someone who would audition for a part that jordan is auditioning for but is uncomfortable that he's auditioning for <laughs> would sure sing would do it. yeah yeah that that feels right what about um uh, stay with me for smash a mouth on the other hand <laughs> i will do yes um we didn't start the fire but with your own custom written lyrics oh that might be fun right yeah yeah Doll sim. 
<laughs> so it's names of Street Fighter characters. <laughs> yeah. I could do that. Um, I was I was talking this over. Uh, it would have our... been better if I had come up with more than one name of a Street Fighter character. But... You know what? I think it's fine. Okay. I think it's fine. Uh, I was talking this over with our, uh, our, our mutual friend, Eliza Skinner, and mm-hmm. she suggested she thinks that good beginner karaoke songs are David Bowie songs. So mm. she said, like, maybe Young Americans mm-hmm. or something like that. It's a terrible idea. I've sung Young Americans. Mm-hmm. Young Americans, is that sounds hard to sing. Well, I guess her thing was, like, most of the hard singing is with the backup singers so you can just go like this you can just do this for the song and now the hard stuff is that's fair is out of the way but you had a bad experience with it or what about lou reed you know something like that which <laughs> where i'm just talking where i'm just, just talking yeah. yeah yeah um yeah maybe something with some talk singing in it yeah that's good yeah just do just do a rex harrison song from my fair lady sure yeah yeah <laughs> that's my suggestion okay let's think let's think i was i was like uh, I was at a karaoke thing, and I realized that through the whole night of people singing, the only song that I had recognized was uh, the only song that I not recognized, but like was was confident that I could sing mm-hmm. all the way through mm-hmm. was uh, "Ball and Chain" by Social Distortion. <laughs> that's a and that's not a hard song to sing. Yeah, that might they not have be a... that. They have Social Distortion songs at karaoke. Yeah, they they'll, they'll have a Korean like a nice Korean one. This was God. Where was this? This was super. Oh, this was like super deep uh, Highland Park. It's a pop okay. song. It's a it's a it was a top forty. Yeah, I think I think I think you can count on a karaoke place to have a ball and chain and maybe story of my life. Right, right. Or those right. are probably the social D songs. That's a that's that, a good idea. I think what okay, what about this? You're the last singer of the night. Mm-hmm. You say, Hey, shut down the machine. I've loosened my bow tie. You're my bow tie is undone around my neck. <laughs> You're ready to go. Sure. Uh, shut down the machine, bring the lights down, silent night. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Should really make everybody oh, think cool. about that magical night in Bethlehem. Oh, <laughs> can, I, can I give you an idea that sure. I'm starting to feel? Please. Here's the thing. In my mind, you could either sing a song that's performed by a, a you know a poor you know narrow ranged singer. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could go the other direction and sing a song where mm. no one could expect you mm. to sing that well, which is why I'm suggesting maybe the Donny Hathaway song, Young, Gifted, and Black. Mm. <laughs> I can't think of any reasons that would go bad. Yeah, I can't either. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I mean, I just thought about it really quick. I mean, right. I might need to make like a list or a chart well, or something. I but just all, gave it a quick pass in Off the mind. toppers? That seems A-OK to me. Right, because you, no one will expect you to sing as well as Donny Hathaway. Sure. It has a powerful social message that mm-hmm. you can sort of slide by on. People will applaud the message. Mm-hmm. Sure. Irrespective and of and the that's, singer. And that's, you know, and that's kind of what I'm all about is I want to mm-hmm. entertain, but I also want to educate. Mm-hmm. Right. So... I um I was recently uh, jogging and accidentally had put a song halfway through my my run mix, which mm-hmm. is usually, you know, it's it's mostly um, high energy. It's mostly high energy and and La Bamba. Y'all on, ready on for this? Do, 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 bum, bum, I'm going jogging. Bum, <laughs> out of the bum, out of the Scott blue. Simpson, bum, bum, mm-hmm. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I record my own <laughs> right. songs and positive mm-hmm. messages to yeah. myself. <laughs> right, sure. Come on, Scott, you can do it. You're looking great. <laughs> ignore those people staring at you. Is your dick getting bigger? Yeah, it is. (laughs) Hey, Scott, those are cool shorts. Hey, Scott, good running. Hey, Scott. (laughs) Oh, I need that song now. I need that song. 
the song though that came on, which was not inspiring, it was inspiring in a different way. It was "Man in the Mirror," the mm. Michael Jackson song. Oh, that's, that's another yeah. option, I sure. think. You know, it's it's got a lot of kind of interjections. You know, like. You would probably be I'm good, good at, at those. I'm good at, like, I think people say that one of my strengths is my staccato. Yeah. yeah. My wife actually uh, spent a summer tutoring a group of uh, uh, immigrant elementary school children hmm. uh, in uh, Marin City in Marin County, California. Um, like Canadian in, kids? In, in, these are ESL students. Okay. Uh, these are ESL students, Sp- first, first language Spanish. Um, and she French. T- they speak French in Canada. Oh, Jesse, sorry, sorry. Mm. Excuse me. Mm. A, 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 group, Keb- a group of Quebecois, <laughs> a group of young beavers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she taught them to sing "Man in the Mirror." They loved it. Oh, they nice. had never heard it before. Oh, nice. They well, were unfamiliar. That that key change halfway through had me slowing down and getting chills. Can I tell you one thing about on the subject of beavers yes. in Canada? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is un, this is unrelated to what song you should sing. I want to get back to it in a second. But I've been watching Canadian pickers lately, mm-hmm. and it's it's exactly the same as American pickers. Mm. Only like three times an episode, they buy a moose or a beaver. <laughs> <laughs> For real? Like, just, like a painting of a beaver, a painting of a moose. Like they will buy Mountie-related items. Wow. Like I think that maybe the Canadian content rules require it not only to be produced in Canada, but to have to, but to pick and choose from a list of five identified <laughs> Canadian themes. Right. And those are moose, beaver, some forty-one. Inuit. <laughs> Some Sum 41 memorabilia, like a gold record or there one of their this, guitars. There was an episode where they met, went and met with some like legendary hockey players and they brought them a beaver mm. and they rode in on a Mountie's horse. <laughs> anyway, I back to what song you should sing. What about O Canada? Oh, yeah, that's probably good. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. Or and people love about, Canada. What about uh, our national anthem? The American one? Sure, yeah. yeah. Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. That's probably pretty good. Yeah, okay. Something, so something so, to, to, to kind of arouse kind of nationalistic feelings in the How audience. How about JoJo Action by Mr. President? That's pretty good, too. I mean, that... <laughs> That's that's kind of like the honorary national anthem, I feel like. Right. I definitely think of Germany. Yeah, right, of Germany. <laughs> uh, well, I say we throw it I say we Yeah, throw no, it out I to would love audience. to I would love to get some suggestions I would for this. love to hear what song Jordan should sing. And I think I'm going to throw this out to there Jordan. Hmm. I think it would be a lot of fun. If we decided on one, then recorded you singing it. <laughs> oh, I, I mean are there legal ramifications to that? I mean, I don't think lawyer, any lawyers listen to this program. <laughs> sure. I don't think anyone who listens to this show is, is involved literate. in music copyright. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe if we have a little, uh, if we have a little um, recorder, little wireless recorder, I could actually take it to a karaoke bar. Yeah, that's a fun that's idea. Really good idea. All right. Well, yeah. I want to hear some suggestions. I'm not totally yeah. sold on it yet. Two zero six nine eight four four fun is our telephone number. JJ go at maximumfun.org is our email address. I I and I say we throw it wide open, but it has to be something that they might have at a karaoke bar. Right? Yeah, totally. I mean, this yeah, this should be something that is in your average. Because yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about the places I would go for karaoke. It is like a you know a Koreatown or something like that. So it's a pretty probably a pretty standard karaoke fair. Yeah. So give us a call. Tell us what and why. 
We prefer songs by either Smap, <laughs> High Five of Teenagers, or East End Exury. <laughs> Girls' Generation, of course. Yes, we love Girls' Generation. I would songs. prefer K pop, but I will also sing Tumblecore or Sissy Bounce. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if, you, if we had you singing Sissy Bounce songs. That would, I mean, these are the three genres that I'm interested in. <laughs> I would say I'm a little more interested in Tumblecore than I am Sissy Bounce. But... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sissy Bounce could be a lot of fun. Any bounce music. I just have to say ass, right? Isn't that you what just, that is? Well, you'd say like bounce that puss or something like that. Well, yeah. Okay. You know, different. <laughs> There's different themes and different yeah. songs. So but... any K-pop or Tumblecore or mm. Sissy Bounce song that they might have at your average karaoke bar. Right. 206-984-4FUN, JJGO at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, sponsors on this week's program. First of all, our good friends at ask.metafilter.com. Thousands of life's little questions answered online at ask.metafilter.com. Did you know that on the homepage of ask.metafilter.com, there is a video that me and uh, our friend Lonely Sandwich, a.k.a. Adam Lissagor, are I in? I didn't know that. It's true. If you're not logged in to Ask Metafilter, if you don't have a Metafilter account yet, and you go to ask.metafilter.com, you see a little video that we made. Oh, terrific. Yeah, it's well, great. It seems like a fun reason to visit ask.metafilter.com. Yeah, I got, uh, I got Adam to say, I'm suffering from a painful goiter. Oh, terrific. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't, I mean, I mean, I've blown, did you just, I've blown the punchline now. Yeah, but. have you spoiled it? Yeah, well, well you know, it. do what you can. Uh, hey, another great sponsor this week, <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, every Friday at 10, 9 central on IFC. It's an absurd half-hour comedy show that only looks like a talk show. This week, uh, some very cool stuff. Elizabeth Banks, Scott interviews a critic who is reviewing the show. Smooth jazz leg- legend Barry R. performs, and Reggie and Scott go on a mind vacation. Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun every Friday at 10, 9 central on IFC. Yeah, almost certainly. Um, hey, how about this last one? If you want to build a web space, check out our sponsor, Squarespace, where you can create your own website or blog in minutes. It is like a drag-and-drop interface for building all kinds of websites with hundreds of fonts and templates and all kinds of amazing stuff. Super easy to use. It scales to your device, so it works on a phone and works on a uh, works on a computer screen. Uh, they've got support. They've got online classes to teach you how to do it. It's very straightforward. Um, go to squarespace.com and to get 10% off, thanks to your pals Jesse and Jordan, mm-hmm. use the code JJGO7. That's JJGO7 for 10% off at squarespace.com. Remember, the 7 is for 10%. <laughs> 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 Nothing up on the Jumbotron this week, but if you want to get up on the Jumbotron, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Um, if you want to sponsor an episode of Jordan Jesse Go, of course, oh, you can always email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. Hey, guess what? Guy and Mary Beth, who mm-hmm. had a baby a couple weeks ago, um, and we talked about it on the show last week, were kind enough to send us a couple of nightmare squirrels. Oh, that's <laughs> terrific. Yeah, it was really it was a really kind gesture. To clarify, these are stuffed squirrels that are that have genuinely... come have, that have been ripped out of our worst nightmares. Yeah, they have 
yellow red teeth i would say they that are, are bared these are bared yeah. yeah they are they look ready to ready to pounce they look thin and hungry mm-hmm. uh they are s shaped they do not have a bushy tail they may just be some kind of corpse munching beast <laughs> the small theater where you had your uh, audition today mm-hmm. when you looked out into the crowd Every seat was filled by a nightmare squirrel. In in their underwear, because I know that old trick Good to trick. get over stage fright. Good trick. Right. Those, those are some, I've seen those squirrels. They're very scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they add a lot to the to the decor, though. Yeah, so thank you very much to them. Uh, Guy, Mary Beth, your thoughtfulness, always appreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. La, la, la. Jordan, Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Scott Simpson, dick pistol. Sure. Yep. DP. Yeah. Um, I am not going to actually be here next week for Jordan, Jesse Go. Not trying to brag, but I'm going to Mexico with my family. Oh, wow. that'll be fun. Yeah, we're going to Ciudad Juarez. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to look into a few business connections I have. Cool. Cool. So, like. Drugs, prostitute, murder, murder. <laughs> yes. Okay. Murder. Oh, you're gonna do some murders. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I inferred you were into drugs and prostitutes. Right. No. When I you're actually a murderer. Like yeah. No. I'm a well, you, cold-blooded murderer. You murder first, and then you do the drugs and prostitution part second. One because it's the sensitive way to do. That stuff, the you're prostitution right. part. You're yeah. right, especially when you're visiting another country. Look, That's we've right. talked before about how when I lived in Koreatown, I lived in an MS-13 controlled neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Of course, the world's most dangerous gang. Sure, um, but what we have. I watch really, MSNBC. We what we haven't <laughs> really know what you're addressed. Talking about. What we haven't really addressed is the fact that to counter that power force in my life, mm. you know, you have to counter a power force. Um, I joined the Zetas, mm. the Mexican, the brutal Mexican drug gang mm-hmm. that keeps cutting people's hands and heads off and leaving them in town squares. Well, you want to be a cutter. You don't. Yeah. You want to be on the side of the right. You want to be the cutting the, right. on the dull side of the knife. Right. You don't want to be on the sharp side. Sure. Of the knife. That's true. Whether you work in a drug running operation or a bakery, you have that tattooed on your back in Old English, right? You always want to be on the dull side of the knife. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's what that means. Yeah, <laughs> you've been wondering what that meant. It's a Bible verse. <laughs> anyway, I'm tra- I'm going to be traveling next week, and actually, Jordan, you and I are going to be going to London. We are that we have so a lot of travel in our uh, in our immediate future. Yeah, we're going to be at the Leicester Square Theater, August 11th. Tickets on sale now. Saturday afternoon, we got two shows at Jordan Jesse Go and International Waters. I've been to that theater. Really? Yes, I've been to that very theater. I did not know that you were a traveler. I, I am a big traveler, in really? fact. Yeah, well, I, I've lived in, in other countries, and I've traveled right. to a bunch. Um, Say and some actually... of those funny Japanese karaoke <laughs> song names again. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about the you know the one that makes you laugh, Udufuruza, mm-hmm. um, that's actually just the... It, this is not a joke. That's the Japanese pronunciation of the word wolves. So that oh, the, the band wolves. is just called the, the band is called the wolves. The wolves. Oh wow! My but, Japanese band is called Suketo Bodo. Suketo Bodo. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Jesse Orange Juice. <laughs> your uh, Jesse song. Mm-hmm. Jesse song. Mm-hmm. And your Jordan Morris. Mm-hmm. Oh, I good. like that. It's pretty good. I like that. Um, but I thought maybe I'd just give you guys a couple of travel tips based on my extensive experience. Boy, that would be, that great. Would be great. That would be that great. That would be fantastic. And I feel like they're they're pretty applicable no matter where you go. 
Um, really? Well, you know, They're broadly applicable. Broadly applicable. Um, Are you the new Rick Steves? You. <laughs> Just off the Barbary Coast, there's a fantastic pension that still takes traveler's checks and doesn't ask questions. I, love I don't Rick know Steve's. who that is. Oh, really? No. Oh, I love Rick Steve. He sounds so great. Much. He's a PBS travel host who's uh, deeply involved in marijuana advocacy. Oh, wow. He's, fantastic. he's great. He's he is really great. He sounds great. He really is great. Yeah, he doesn't seem great. And then he's, you realize. Yeah, you're like, I mean, totally great. no, I mean, nothing about what you just did seemed not great. He's great. Yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. Okay. You've got good instincts, Jordan. Trust your instincts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's so... what they said in my audition today. Right. <laughs> and I did. Your instinct, though, was to pee your pants, then run. <laughs> yeah. Nightmare squirrels. Uh, so, sorry. So, you have, you have some travel yeah, tips. Some of really. these, I would like to hear them. Some of these are a little uh, my twist on some common ones. For right. example, with your money, uh, carry a money belt. I recommend... Um, a pro wrestling style title belt, right? Because you can <laughs> sure. carry a lot of money in it, right? And, and when you run out of money, you can then sell the belt, oh, right? You can sell the gold. Nice. You can melt have it you, for gold. Have, that's right. I'm, I mean, you are the world traveler, and I'm, you yes. know, I, you know, haven't been, I haven't been, you know, south of Santa mm-hmm. Ana in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess isn't the point of those travel belts to be? Uh, you know, to be inconspicuous, to to not draw attention to you. I, I always and wondered. so the pro wrestling belt that would well, but yeah, people... I'll give you an example. Okay, I'm going to Tulum in uh-huh. Mexico. Sure, and you know what they call Mexico? The nation of luchadores. Yeah. Oh, if so that's how people always belt, dress. If you're not wearing the okay. belt, people think it's weird and, frankly, a little gay. Yeah, it's true. And okay. that's actually one of the corollaries of, 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 of my, my tips. Just never, when you're traveling abroad, never speak English. It's okay. considered rude. Yeah. And then you immediately reveal yourself as a tourist, which is the last thing that you want to do. Sure. Right. Um, well, another, another tip um, – when when it comes to clothing, a lot of people, you know, I, I, not really. This is not so much for you because you'll have your your retinue of of six sherpas sure. uh, carrying your your wardrobe. I will. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we get that you you figured out your clothes situation. I Jesse. have I have a decent a mid sized retinue of steamer trunks. Right. And right. Right. Porters. Right. It takes a while. Your clothes are actually on their way over there. Right now, I think they're in the right. Panama Canal. They right are. Now. I'm Margaret Dumont <laughs> from the Marx Brothers. Jordan, movies. though, for you, I recommend traveling really, really light. Great. And, no, that's um, terrific. You know, that's a really advice. simple garment mm-hmm. that can kind of um, fill, fill, fill a lot of uh, social yeah, situations. Yeah, you can kind of you can dress it up. You can dress it down. Right, sure. right. And, and, you know, you can go to a Tilly Endurables and spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recommend a small bag, three pairs of underwear, and uh, a, a, a large poncho right okay just a poncho right just, you know just a poncho so that you can sort of cover it up but it's yeah. good for day it's good for night can i suggest a good place to get a good value on this sure. disneyland oh Ooh, that's a good idea well like a, a oh idea. i was maybe envisioning you know like a like a mexican poncho like a clint eastwood well, yeah or, but can, this is a rain poncho you're there, talking about here's the thing if okay. you want to go deluxe there are, there are ponchos with with pockets and 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 gussets for your crotch to keep it roomy and mm-hmm. and comfortable you have um, to be careful not to get a serape Mm, you okay. do want to avoid yeah, a serape. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it sends the wrong message. Sure, um, but it's you know, a nation of luchadores. In a pinch, a trash bag is waterproof. 
Um, so, you know, just a trash bag and three pairs of underwear for really for you. Can I That's suggest – it's funny because I is, we both have the same idea but came up with a totally different hmm. solution. Hmm. We're both big travelers, Scott and myself. Mm-hmm. And I've, I have recently – I was just joking about the retinue of porters. I've recently been converted to, you know, the idea of you just have one carry-on bag. Right. Real you simple, know, real light. Fly light, you know, George Clooney and up in the air. Right. Um, and – what I suggest for people, you want to keep it really simple, really classy. And Jordan, I think this would work for you because it can go daytime to nighttime. The perfect LBD, little black dress. <laughs> that's a good – that's a really good – something that's water and wrinkle I can just – yeah, I can just throw on a pair of sneakers, a pair of flats when right. I'm sightseeing. So, right. Add some heels and some pearls. Right. I'm ready to hit the town. Night exactly. Thing. Yeah, it's true. And you rub the pearls on your teeth to tell if they're real. Mm-hmm. You do have to save space in your carry-on for the entire uh, production run of Monocle magazine. Right. Though. Sure. You're going to need to bring all of the Monocle magazines. Sure. Yeah. Uh, one to other, jack off to. In case other... you're in a place without Wi-Fi, you're going to want to have a little hard copy porn. Well, yeah. Monocle you... <laughs> magazine. <laughs> you're going to want to jack off to the serial comic about the Japanese guy who returns <laughs> to Japan from abroad. To, to work in his father's shirt making business. A lot of, That's a real thing. Monocle <laughs> magazine. A lot of seersucker shorts. More surprising, there's a monocle magazine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't need to say this, obviously. Don't eat anything. Bring a full complement of Luna bars and spring water sure. with you. Right. Can I just swallow prenatal vitamins? Yes. Yeah, but you have to do that in advance. Often at customs, they take them. Oh, so before yeah, yeah, yeah. you go, swallow an equivalent number of days that you'll be gone. If you're going for three months, that's what um, about ninety vitamins. Okay, right. give it a, give it two days though. That could give you a tummy ache. Or just at customs, say that they're for business. Mm, that's okay. true. Just circle business. Whenever they ask about anything, just say business. <laughs> um, one, just a couple things that you shouldn't talk about. Obviously, politics, religion. We all know, but. Uh, uh, race, another one that's often uh, that's often a touchy subject. Democracy, the status of women, uh, Xbox, <laughs> things you do with your mouth, um, anything involving time, like um, just a sort of linear narrative, right? Um, and and to just definitely don't say anything in English. Yeah, yeah. there's a big concern with postmodernists abroad. <laughs> that's, right. That's, right. Uh, yeah. that's right. That's right. That's right. Don't like. Yeah, you can get into that's where that's where the old Twitter trouble. hashtag no pomo comes from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. So those are my tips. I think I've said that, that before. Really, I'm very grateful to you. Yeah, Scott. those are great. I am really grateful, and of course, a comfortable pair of shoes. <laughs> Have a great trip, you guys. I'm, Thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how it turns out. And sell your dogs before you leave. I'm also wondering: is is the uh, the? I mean, I talked about. I know I get the the belt, the championship title belt sure. in Mexico. Is there uh, a yeah. British equivalent? I don't know what their wrestling situation is over there. Actually, I was I was I was going to very briefly mention um uh, a couple things about Britain specifically. Mm-hmm. First, you just just wear a um just wear a a a, a, a single portion of haggis mm-hmm. around your waist, tied with mm-hmm. a rope and some tape. Okay. You should hold it up. Um and then stuff your money inside. That's what they that give to their champion pro wrestler. That's right. Okay. That's Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of just quick other things. Um, if, if somebody uh, offers to show you their London Eye, mm-hmm. say no. Say no. Just decline. Wait, 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 wait. Decline. Hold just real quick. Right. Is that a butthole? And if so, I want to see that. You know, 
I, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. And I appreciate your perspective and your, your openness to um, the Seeing world a is, is really, yeah, yeah. Is really your wide openness sure. to, to, the, to the world is, is really admirable. Just, just trust me. Just okay. Um, if, if, you, if someone offers you that, ask for a meat pie. <laughs> Inst- oh, okay. That's the and then and gotcha. then and then doff your top hat. Okay, <laughs> this yeah. is like it's like a spy code. That's right. They ask, yeah. sorry, they ask, would you like a with London <laughs> London fog? That's uh, London eye. Would you like a London eye? And you say, I'd prefer a meat pie. That's I right. think you, if you're going specifically to London, you could try and fit in with one of the various mm-hmm. subcultural groups of London. Like you could grow. Uh, thick, matted, curly fur and claws, and that's called being a teddy boy. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. But that sounds like I'll also get to see a lot of buttholes. You also want to listen to Northern Soul music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. If you have, I don't know if you'll have time to get out of London, but as you know, London's very gloomy. Yeah. Um, there's actually a village north of London, it's still in England, north of London, where um, the local residents have actually evolved over time to no longer have eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just true. don't need them. So yeah. over time, nature has said, "Let's it's kind of like they're like a mole person. They're they're like a mole person, but they're outside, and you can oh, wow. very easily rob them or do whatever you yeah. want." Well, they have other adaptations. I mean, they take you because you take the resources that aren't feeding one thing, and you feed them towards, for example, you know, an incredible tolerance for blood sausage. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. and in fact, that's why uh, a lot of seeing people won't eat. And don't feel comfortable eating a blood sausage. That's, I mean, that's part of the reason why the movie Daredevil didn't play well over there. <laughs> yeah. It's because they wonder why this blind man wasn't just eating a lot of blood sausage. <laughs> why isn't he eating any black pudding, yeah. they said to themselves. And they're like, why is his hearing and sense of smell better? Um, right. They're called watchies there. Mm. Um, films are called watchies. Watchies. Excuse mm-hmm. me. That's um, why the watchy Daredevil. That's right. What's Ben Affleck called over there? <laughs> <laughs> Watch Watchy. Her Majesty. Her Majesty. Uh, they, uh, oh, I recommend uh, British, some good British films. Um, okay. E tu Mama Tambien. <laughs> a good, good one. one. Um, Un Chien Andalou. That's right. That's Great. good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, good Fellas. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen any of the works of the great British director Akira Kurosawa. <laughs> oh, I hear he's good. He is tremendous. I hear he's and good. If you're in England, you cannot leave England without reading some. Say it with me, manga. <laughs> uh, have your have have a great time in other country. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Scott Simpson, uh, tropical fruit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Sure. Mr. Mr. Lady. Let's, let's, I'll be a Mr. Lady. Oh, Mr. Lady. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's fun. Hey, listen, when something momentous happens to folks in our audience, we ask that they give us a call at 206-984-4FUN or email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org and let us know in the immediate aftermath. Um, and we've got some momentous occasion calls right now. Brian Fernandez on the boards. Why don't you run one out? Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, possible guest. Uh, this is Eric calling from Milwaukee, calling out with a momentous occasion. Um, just went to the doctor yesterday and uh, confirmed that my wife is seven weeks pregnant with my baby. 
Yeah. Super excited. First child. Um, so I guess my semen is more powerful than ever. Have a nice show. You know what? I like that he combined the pregnancy and paternity tests. Yeah, my baby. <laughs> yeah. Not, not a baby or just pregnant. Yeah. My baby. We checked it out. That's right. We did we took the necessary precautions. He my has... wife is a real whore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean She sluts around like you wouldn't believe. Sure. We looked, he has my tail. It could yeah. be yeah. I am a hog man. <laughs> Next telephone call, please. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. I have a momentous occasion. Uh, one of my chickens went broody, which is when they want to hatch some eggs. So I put <laughs> them under chickens. her, and 21 days later, she has hatched four fluffy, adorable chicks. I am so fucking excited. She's being a really great mom. Jesse would think they're hilarious because they're silkies, which means they're fluffy. So they're like the bunnies of the chicken world. Anyways, I'm really stoked. You guys have a great show. Can Thanks. you believe that her, Jordan her and Jeff- chicken went broody and had some silkies? <laughs> I mean, tremendous. <laughs> when your broody shoots out some silkies. Yeah. 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 I mean, you usually have it makes to. Makes me want to go to a watchy. Usually have to, usually have to get like, go to a Japanese import store to see, <laughs> yeah. see where to get broody and silkies. <laughs> I mean, I just when I when I want to see some broodies and silkies, I just pop in Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I read this article that our friend Susan Orlean wrote about um, uh, raising chickens at her house. Mm-hmm. Oh right. Um, so it seems like it would be super fun, uh, and also there are these horrifying nightmare parts that come from the fact that chickens are dumb as rocks and. And hateful to each other. Yes. So not only do, do they, are they constantly getting eat, eaten by both like marmots mm. and hawks and owls, mm. but they also peck each other to death sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't set it up right, they will literally peck each other to death. Wow. That's letting too much wild into your into your life. Yeah. Does it seem like we have a disproportionate amount of listeners who have farm animals? I no, feel like I mean, it seems appropriate. Yeah? Okay. They're usually the most vocal members of any audience. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. If I had my choice, Green Acres is the place for me. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, farm living, et cetera. <laughs> Brian? Jordan and Jesse, I have a momentous occasion. I was just pulling into a parking spot, only to be startled by a small girl in a sundress playing a balancing beam game on the uh, divider the barrier at the very base of the parking space. Uh, But instead of being startled by me, she looked at me, raised both her arms, and directed me into the spot, waving me back, (laughs) giving me the mom back until uh, until my car was completely in the spot, at which point she put both hands on her hips and nodded approvingly. So you guys have a great day. Bye. See, that's fun. Yeah, the guy kind of started out a little bit smug, but I can I can understand why you would have that tone. That's just pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, he just he just hit a fucking home run with this parking job he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is funny how like little kids will get obsessed with a certain thing. You yeah. know, like they'll you know a little kid will get obsessed with. I feel like there was a little kid in my neighborhood growing up who was like, oh, I want to be a cashier at a grocery store. <laughs> you know, something about that seemed really fun to him. So yeah, it's funny to think that there's a little girl out there who's just really into parking like maybe she saw like a valet one time you know she doesn't know that it's a socially you know maybe the not most not the most esteemed job 
yeah, job. Yeah, I think world. when you're a little kid, you assume that all jobs make the same amount of money. Right. Like all grown ups right. make make a standard grown up rate. Right. And you know this because of how happy your parents are when they have a job and how sad they are when they're unemployed. Right. <laughs> Uh, um, so yeah, maybe it's funny that this little girl is just really into parking cars. Also, just little girls are the most delightful people on the planet. My my daughter is five, and the other day, uh, she uh, she was holding a penny, she's holding a coin. Mm-hmm. She dropped it. She, she walked over, picked it up, and said, "Hey, I found a penny." <laughs> That's great. Just delight, just delight at the world. Can I suggest something to take advantage? Of the, these unusual obsessions that children have. Mm. I've been thinking about this. You know, my father was an Eagle Scout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not scout. Um, and I don't feel mm. comfortable sending mm-hmm. my, my one-year-old son into the scouts. I like where you're going with both this. Both because he still is having a hard time with his walking. <laughs> but oh. And you don't trust him with building a fire. Right. <laughs> yeah. But also because, you know, they won't let the gays in. Sure. And I don't approve of that. Or atheists. Yeah, or yeah. atheists. Yeah, well, you, but you can always claim to not be an atheist. I worked at a church for four years. <laughs> um, you, could, you could say you're not an atheist, but, like, when the time comes for the, uh, for the spring fuck around. <laughs> yeah. And you won't stick it in that pussy. <laughs> When the pussy's good and ready. Yeah. (laughs) And you're soft as a cooked spaghetti. (laughs) Right. And then you don't get your merit badge. Right. Exactly. But what I'm thinking is we could create an alternative scouting organization uh, that has subjects of interest to us. Like, for example, this, this young girl... I don't know if valet parking would be one, but a related subject, Mm. semaphore. Mm, Yeah. I mean, what what is a semaphorist but a valet parker for an airplane? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Or or a a valet parker for ship-to-ship communication. Sure. It's a great idea. Ship-to-ship, ship-to-shore, shore-to-shore. I mean, and that's... That's a skill she can use, right? If she is cast in a Wes Anderson movie, <laughs> exactly. Well, I think, that, and for no other purpose, <laughs> I think that primarily we would focus on Wes Anderson movie related. Oh yeah, so just prepare prepare a generation of children to be in Wes Anderson movies. What do you think of Rocket Scouts? Oh, I, I like I, that. Maybe I've just got rockets on the brain because we recently obtained our own rocket. But mm-hmm. Rocket Patrol. I mean, maybe Scouts is too much. Rocket, rocket pa- Patrol. Patrol. Rocket or? Patrol. I like it. So here's that sounds a- like you're rounding up rockets and putting them in like an internment camp. It sounds no. like we're racist against rockets. No, you'd wear a t-shirt with a rocket on it and go out and take care of business. Take care of business. Mm-hmm. Rocket, rocket posse. Pants old ladies or whatever it is that you're rocket supposed patrol. to do. So, is that right? In a, in a crosswalk. I, I got to do it. I'm rocket patrol. Yeah. No, no, no court in the world will convict you. <laughs> you're rocket patrol. Sorry, mister. <laughs> yeah. I had to do it for my badge. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great. That's a great uh, cr- justification for almost any crime, too. I was getting a merit badge. <laughs> getting a merit badge in arson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I stole all that Sudafed, Mister. <laughs> I was doing it to get my badge. Sorry, I was jerking it in public. <laughs> I was doing it to get my badge. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't gotten the the weird. Long Island talker badge yet, so I still talk like this. <laughs> I'm working on it. 
I think I think we've got two great action items on this week's program. Mm. We've got suggestions for songs Jordan can sing, mm-hmm. and suggestions for marriage merit badges for the Rocket Scouts. Oh, I like that. It's a great idea. I think someone in our audience can probably help us set up a Rocket Scouts website too. Yeah, I certainly can't do it. And, you and go on Squarespace. So try to give that a spin. Give that a spin. Do you uh, do you have to be an atheist homosexual to join? It helps. It does help. It it there is a merit badge. It'll, I mean, you don't have to get every merit badge. It'll help yeah. you get. It'll help get you through the hazing. Right, where right, a right. guy dressed as Jesus sucks your dick. What are the? <laughs> what are the? Uh, what are the levels? So there's the so- softies. It's right. The first yeah, that's when you one. first softies. join. Yeah, you're a softie. Uh, then uh, what? L- the London Upper eyes. Atmo. Upper Atmo. <laughs> the sissy cores. <laughs> Sissy, sissy bounce. Sorry, sissy bouncers. Can Starman be the top rank? Starman is perfect. I mean, if we're, if we're talking about if one of the if one of the achievements is playing pro wrestling on the NES, <laughs> and you have to fight Amazon and the Panther. And... Maybe we should just take all of the names of the levels from either pro wrestling or. I'm just throwing this out there: baseball stars. No, yeah. So you get to one level; it's American Dreams. One level, it's something from pro wrestling, which I didn't ever play. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, mean, I think the Amazon is a good one. Starman. SNK Crushers. SNK Crushers. Also, you need different, pro you know, wrestling characters. Obviously, as, as you're, as you're, one thing to think about as you're building this is your, uh, your, 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 I don't know, membership, your roster, everybody who's a rocket scout will grow. So, of course, you'll start with one, I don't know what you want to call them, patrol mm-hmm. or, um, or posse or, um, or ga- um, gaggle. Yeah, sure. Uh, but then you'll have many more. Murder. Time. One murder. murder. One murder a, of a, rocket a scouts. Grip. <laughs> a brace of rocket scouts. <laughs> Uh, but you know, over time, you'll you'll have a bunch, and so you may want to name your different teams right. something as well. So there's a lot. Of, there's actually a lot of naming there's, to do. A lot of there's branding. There's a lot of opportunities. We're going to have to get Nick Hornby in on this, <laughs> <laughs> the king of names. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Let's start with merit badges, and we can get then we can deal with levels because right well, I think now the nobody's... levels. We I think we're going to want those to be like sponsored things. Oh, right. it's a great idea. The Slim Jims. Right. It's a great idea. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the uh, Big Bang Theory now on TBS. Right, right, right. right. The uh... Right. I think I you know what? I think we should just do reruns. So Oh, yeah, sure. Seinfeld on KTLA. Yeah. Thursdays at 5. <laughs> that's when you first join. Yeah, sure. Big Bang Theory every weeknight on TBS. Is Cheers still on Nick at Night? <laughs> All right, that's a question yeah, that, that Nick at Night wants us to explore because yeah. they don't know. Yeah. It's like how Warner Brothers doesn't know I, that Supernatural is still on the I air. I can't stay up that late. Yeah. <laughs> I go to sleep every day at five. <laughs> yeah, precisely. But so, okay, so give us a call. What skills should the Rocket Scouts master? The Rocket, what are they called? Rocket Patrollers. <laughs> what skills should the Rocket Patrollers master? And what song should Jordan sing at karaoke? action items for this week. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Desi Go. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Scott Simpson getting a little sunburned. Scott is the host of You Look Nice Today. Uh, You can find it on the internet by typing You Look Nice Today into it. YouLookNiceToday.com. Sure is. Yeah, that's what, that's what I recommend. I recommend you go listen to that. It's, it's one of the best shows. Thanks. It's Thank really you. a blast. It's always a delight. Monthly monthly program. S- Scott, of course, is the star of the show. 
I'm the I, I, yeah, I am the star of the show. I, I, you know, there's some flash and bang from the other two who sure. come out. They come out strong. But essentially, with... I mean, if I could kind of condense this argument, yeah, essentially, yeah. you're Urkel. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay. I'm the one Originally, who... the theory was that you were going to be a peripheral character, mm-hmm. but Over it was time. mostly going to be about Reginald Val Johnson. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Once you put on those suspenders, Scott, <laughs> once you put on those suspenders, we got it. We knew what the show was. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the showrunners on You Look Guys Today. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we had a hard time envisioning sort of an arc for some of the uh, secondary and tertiary characters, by yeah. which I mean Adam and Merlin. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And and really, once Scott put on that outfit, you know, once he flooded the pants, sure. put on the suspenders, yeah. and said, you look nice today, <laughs> that's when we knew. Everybody knew. And, you know, when originally the studio didn't want to give us a $14 million per season uh, budget for sets uh, because it's entirely an audio show. Yeah. We're like, guys, have you ever heard of Mood? It's yeah. all up. I mean, it's all up up there on screen. And by on screen, I mean through the speakers. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, and and I, I do love doing that show. And hey, guess what? We're in fucking London. I know I talked about this last week. We didn't have a date and time chosen last week. It's August 11th, Saturday afternoon at the Leicester Square Theater. You're going to get a Jordan Jesse go. You're going to get an International Waters. You're going to get celebrity guests. And I'm not messing around on these celebrity guests, Scott. Who are you getting? Who are you getting? I'm not going to tell you yet. Good, good. But I don't want to know. It'd be too soon. I will say that I have already booked a famous comedy writer with the initials Graham Linehan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we have other, other amazing people. We will actually have actual... The thing is, is that in England, for one thing, they let dumpy people on television... And for another thing, they just have a very low standard for what makes someone a celebrity. Mm. Um, like, that, you can be, like, I think on, they, you know, they have the show, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. At this point, their standard for getting onto that show is, well, it's a person that's on, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of There. <laughs> right. So they're a celebrity. Yeah, it's like a feedback loop. Right, sure. Exactly. So I think we're going to get some major serious people on this show. It's going to be a lot of fun. And here's the truth. Uh, if we don't get people to come to this, no, we will never, ever get the chance to come back. <laughs> yeah. Come to it. Yeah. So come to one or both shows. For real. Come come to these shows and we're going to hang out afterwards and get plastered on... Uh, Cider? Cider. I don't know. Nuki, Nuki Browns? What do you guys like over there these days? <laughs> some weird warm warm beer? Yeah, some kind of Some weird, room temperature beer? Weedy. Like a beer that drinks like a meal. I'm just gonna I'm gonna smuggle in some Bud Light Limeritas up my ass. If you're not a local, though, just one thing to be aware of: Leicester Square. You say Leicester, mm-hmm. it's actually spelled X L O T R P. Dot dot dot. There's other letters, but right. Just oh, yeah. look. For oh, that's the name of that new Coldplay it. album. That's right. <laughs> the easy way to Google it is just type in R H Y S I F A N S. It's Welsh. Hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, 206-9844-FUN is our telephone number. JJGO at MaximumFun.org, our email address. Action items this week. What song should Jordan sing in karaoke? And, of course, what should the merit badges be for our our, our new fictional our new rival to the Boy Scouts? Where everyone's gay. Where everyone is gay in our Boy Scouts. Gay, 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 gay. <laughs> Give us a call. Drop us an email. Um, I'll talk to you in two weeks. Jordan will be here next week. 
Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Thank you to them by their lovely music. Scott, of course, thank you to you. And our thanks to Brian Fernandez on the boards. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan, Jesse, Go. (laughs) 